Hello and welcome to Teach One. I'm your host, LaTanya Green. I'm here to share some of the lessons that life has taught me. I hope that it inspires you and encourages you. I hope that it truly blesses your life and I hope that it helps you along your path. Let's get started. This week's episode is owning your stuff. So I know um, I could have put a different term in there, but we're going to be nice today. So owning your stuff. It starts with getting honest with yourself about you. Um, taking some, some time and some energy to do some real soul searching about who you really are, the good, the bad, the indifferent, all of it. And that comes, that can be, that can be difficult because uh, owning our stuff means we really have to really think about and take a look at what we like and what we dislike about ourselves. And that can be done internally and externally. When I'm talking about that, I'm saying internally is something where you really have to start to think about the things that you really just don't like about yourself. We all, you know, come as a package, but we can choose to to change things about ourselves. It's not just an as is kind of situation. You can choose to change things about yourself. Externally, it's easy, you know, stand in front of a mirror. I say it's easy because it's easier to identify, not because it's easy to do, but it's easy to easier to identify the external things that we don't like about ourselves. We can look in the mirror and say, you know, I don't like my hair or I don't like, you know, something about my skin or those types of things. But when it comes to the internal things, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit harder. It's a little deeper. And it really does require you to be uncomfortable in it. You have to really start to think about the things that you attribute and that you don't. You know, you you might be a very positive person. And that's a great thing about yourself. And that's something to take a look at and say, hey, I like this about myself. Or you, on the flip side, you might be a person who tends to be more negative on a regular basis. And if that's something that you dislike about yourself, that's somewhere to start. You know, you have to look at the whole picture of who you are and be real about it. And that's part of owning your stuff. That's part of it. It's not the whole thing. And I will tell you, like, I'm not a big person on other people's opinion of me shaping me or defining me. And, and, and it doesn't. Other people's opinions should not define you. But it can give you some insight on how you're being received out in the world. Something that um, I say to my kids a lot or I said to them, well, I really do still say it, is that if one person tells you something about yourself, you can dismiss it and say, oh, that's just that person. That's their mindset. That's where they come from. Or if two people say it, you might even still be able to, you know, eh, I'm not really listening to that. But if multiple people, if three, four, five, six people keep telling you the same thing 
about you, it's probably true in some fashion. Even if you don't want to own it just yet, it's probably true in some type of fashion. And again, that doesn't have to shape who you are, but it does give you some insight in how you're being received in the world and start to think about, even if that's not your intention to be received a certain way, you might need to adjust your, the way that you're coming at things, because if that's not your intention, then you need to navigate it maybe a different way about it because that's how you're being received. And again, like I said, this is my own personal opinion, my own personal thoughts. And I'm just trying to give you a little bit of insight on where that can start with owning your stuff, owning it and being real about it. Okay. So, and then I, uh, you know what? I read this quote from uh, Brandy Freely, and she is um, an author and the creator of the magazine, Luminan Magazine, and she is a coach as well. But I read this quote by her, and it said, are you at ease because you're avoiding the hard parts? And that's, that's a really deep question to ask yourself. The reason I say that is because you can't change something that you don't even see a problem with. If you don't see a problem with that, you might be a judgmental. If you don't see a problem with it, then why would you change it? If you don't see a problem with something on your outside appearance, why would you change it? Because if you don't feel like this is an issue, then no, you're not going to make effort to change it or you're not even going to begin to try to make an effort to change it. I'm going to use myself personally. I trust me, I have done some work, some work to really start to think about and identify things about myself that I love, that I love, but also being real with myself to identify some things about myself that, you know what? Um, I love this about me, but I don't want to keep this about me. I love that I am a strong, independent person. I love that about myself, but I also don't want to become so independent that I don't make room for people in my life. So you can, you can love yourself and love your whole self just the way you are, which you should. I'm going to tell you that you should love your whole self just the way you are today without changing a thing, but you can still want to be a different version or an improved version of yourself and love that self tomorrow as well. So if I'm standing in front of the mirror and I'm like, I'm going to the gym because I love my body, but I want to make my body stronger. I want to improve on my physical appearance. I want a little bit less of of this body. And I'm being real with you guys. I want a little bit less of this body so I can love my body the whole way it looks today, every single part of it, and still identify that there's something that I do want to change. So I'm not telling you to get down on yourself. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm telling you that you need to get real about who you are, where you are, and start to think about some things that even if you want to change something about yourself, it doesn't mean don't like that. It doesn't mean hate that part of yourself. It doesn't mean that. It means I can want to change something about myself and still love myself the way I am today. 
So I love that she asked that question. Are you at ease because you're avoiding the hard parts? Because sometimes we are at ease with things within ourselves just because we don't want to face that it really does require some some change. We don't want to face that this is something that maybe I should start working on. Maybe this is something I should start taking a little bit more seriously. If I don't like the way this is coming out, then I need to do something about it. And doing something about it is hard. Doing something about it is real hard. And that's where a lot of people choose the comfort. They choose the comfort and choose to be at ease with it because we can convince ourselves that something is right or right for us because that's what we want or because we don't want to do the work to, to change it. That's, that's the truth of it. A relationship that you're in that you know is not productive for you, that you know is not nurturing for you, that you know truthfully can be toxic for you or keep you from, or it can be keeping you from living out your fullest potential. Those types of relationships that we have turned into something that we are comfortable with, those are the things that can block us from, from improving. And we can convince ourselves that this is right because I want to be with this person or because I like this or because I don't want to change this or I don't want to do the work or I don't want to be alone or whatever. We can convince ourselves that something is right, even when we know it's not just because we don't want to do the work or because this is what we want, what we've made up in our minds that we want. And or on the flip side, I've, I've heard this a lot. I'm sure many of you have. This is just who I am. <laughs> that's that's a, a big one. This is just who I am. You got to take it or leave it. Okay, so when you put that armor on of this is just who I am, are you saying this is just who I am? I'm never going to evolve. I'm never going to grow. I'm never going to work to improve something about myself because I've heard many people say, oh, well, I'm going to speak. I'm going to tell people the truth. I'm going to speak the truth in love. But are you really speaking the truth in love if you're being rude, if you're being disrespectful or if you're, you know, intentionally setting out to hurt people's feelings? You have to choose how you're going to come at things. You can still be truthful and be honest and not be hurtful, not be intentionally hurtful. It brings to mind to me like um, growing up in high school, I had this. one particular friend who I was always very gentle with how I spoke with her and talked to her because I knew she was in a, a, she was more sensitive and she was a little bit more fragile in that moment in her life. So I went out of my way to make sure I was gentle with how I came at her and how I talked to her and, and things that, you know, we discussed. But to the rest of the world, (laughs) I was super duper blunt, super duper blunt and did not really care how it was being received. And I had to start to realize that, yeah, that is 
who I am. I am blunt, but I, I can be kind. I don't have to be blunt and brutal, so to speak. I can be blunt, but I don't have to be brutal. I can, I can adjust my words. It wasn't even about my tone. I can adjust my words so that my message is getting across without it intentionally hurting someone's feelings. And um, that was something that I had to identify about myself that, hey, you know, you can be this, but you can also be this at times. Like my sister, <laughs> my sister, she is um, seven years younger than me. And of course, she knows me in and out. She knows me. And I remember one particular instance where we were meeting up for something and I had been texting her to tell her, you know, to try and get her to the right location because I think she got confused either way. She got confused about where she was supposed to be going. But when she came to, came to the place where I was, she walked up to me and her first thing was, you're so mean. And which is funny, not ha-ha funny, but ironic funny. It's funny because everyone else that I encounter on a regular basis continually says to me, wow, you are so nice. You are so nice. And it just kind of was a reminder to me that you still have some work to do, girl. You, you still got some stuff to do, you know, because she knows me and I'm so completely unfiltered. And we have a tendency sometimes to be so unfiltered with people who we know are permanent fixtures in our lives and they're not going anywhere and they're going to love us regardless and we're going to love them regardless. But even in those instances, we have to be mindful of how people are receiving us. And is this what you, how you want to be received? So this, that's, that's a big part of it. We can say, this is who I am. We can say that, but then ask yourself, is this who you want to be? Is this how you want to be received? Is this the way you really want to show up? Yeah, this can be who you are today. Flaws and all. And we're all going to have flaws. I'm going to put that right out there. We are going to have flaws. I don't care how much work you do on yourself. You're going to have flaws. It's supposed to be there. The imperfections are part of what make you unique. The imperfections are part of what make you you. You're not supposed to be trying to be a carbon copy of someone else. Because if you're spending your time trying to be somebody else, who are you? Who's going to be you? Who is going to be you? I got to be me. I can't worry about being somebody else. Because if I'm worried about being somebody else, who's taking my spot? Who's me? So I'm going to be me. But I can be me in love. I can be me in understanding that there are going to be things that I need to change or improve upon in myself. There are going to be times when I have to take a step back multiple times in your life, to be honest. If I'm, if I'm putting it all out there multiple times when we're going to have to adjust and maneuver and grow and possibly improve upon ourselves, some things are going to be permanent fixtures. Some things are going to be permanent fixtures. Some things don't have to be if you don't want them to be. 
because all of this comes at owning your owning your stuff means saying even these things that maybe aren't so great about myself if I don't want to change them I'm not going to change them if I'm happy with it then I'm not going to change it and that's your choice that's your choice but being truthful about it is another side of it like me personally if I'm going to be truthful about who I am, I can say, yes, I am a very nice, loving, giving person. But then I can also say I am super duper stubborn. <laughs> That's some real truth. And I can say that I'm stubborn. Understand that, you know what? That's something about myself. I'm not really trying to change. I can learn to adjust and learn to be a little less stubborn, but I'm not trying to completely say I'm, I don't want to be a stubborn person because that's not my truth. That is not my truth. So you can identify some things about yourself and still not want to change them. Some things that aren't necessarily positive and still not want to change them because you are happy with it. You are content with that side of yourself, but you got to be truthful about it first. We can't sit in denial and well, no, I'm not. That's not really me. Nope. You got to be real. Be real with you. Even if you're not, you don't have to broadcast it. It doesn't have to be broadcasted to everybody else, but you need to understand that that's part of your truth. You need to understand that if I'm dealing with, you know, someone and they're like, wow, you're really stubborn. I can say, yep. Yeah, yeah, I can be. <laughs> it's like, so, and not to say it as a badge of honor, but to say it as I, I'm aware of that about me. You can't bring up my flaws and throw them in my face and me not be aware of it because I'm going to tell you right there. Yeah, that is true. That's true. Yep. That's part of me. Nope. That's not. So someone can't come to me and tell me, um, you are so selfish because I know I'm not now with my time. That's a different story, but, but like material things, those type of things, if someone says that to me, I, I don't have any problem with brushing it off, walking away from it, because I know that's not true about myself. You know, so if you can identify the things that are true about yourself, then you can claim it and you can own it. You can claim it and you can own it and own it, own all of it, own your shortcomings. If you know you're always late, own it. You know, you're always late. If you're not trying to change that about yourself, then you're not trying to change it. If you can own your mistakes. Yep. I did that. It wasn't my best time in life, but yep, I did it. Own it. Don't, don't try to act like it doesn't exist. Same time on the same token, own your wins, own your wins. I have a tendency to downplay a lot of things positive in my life things that I I've done, or I I'll say I used to, I had a tendency to downplay a lot of the things or a lot of the accomplishments that I had made for myself Own your wins. Listen, if you worked your butt off and got a promotion, you worked your butt off and got a promotion. If you achieve something for yourself, you achieve something for yourself. Don't downplay it because it makes other people uncomfortable. I'm not saying being conceited and arrogant, you know, but I'm saying own it. If you're the best at something, if you out here beasting it on the court, if you out here, you know, you didn't got your degrees and you own that. 
Own it. Own your stuff. And I'm going to say stuff, but you know what I really want to say. Own it. Own your triumphs. Own those things that you need to pat yourself on the back on the back for. I said to uh, someone recently when I was talking about cooking something and I said, you know what? I'm going to pat myself on the back because I threw down. I did my thing. You got to own it without feeling like you're being conceited or arrogant in that moment, because if you did it, you did it. Congratulate yourself. Come on. Applaud yourself. Don't wait for other people to applaud you. And even if it makes other people uncomfortable that you're talking about that you accomplished something for yourself or you had some wins in your life. So what? So what? And I say, so what? Because if you don't start to look at the positives about yourself, then everybody else congratulating you won't matter anyway. So you got to own that too. Own your progress. Even sometimes when we don't win, even when we don't triumph, own your progress because progress counts. Progress counts. Progress is a step in the right direction. Maybe you're not done with getting your degree. Maybe you're not. But if you're still working at it, if you haven't given up on it in your mind, then there you go. There you go. That's progress. Maybe you are not at the weight that you want to be, but you're still working at it. You're still consciously choosing to eat better, better food. You're still consciously choosing to change habits about when you eat, how you eat. You're still consciously working out. Even if you fell off last week, even if you didn't make it to the gym at all last week, did you go this week? Yes. Are you going today? Yes. Then count that. You can't just look at all the negative things because that's when you get into self-loathing. Come on now. That's when you get into self-loathing. You got to look at the progress as well. Progress matters. Maybe last week you lost it on somebody and you said some things that you didn't want to say or you shouldn't have said or came across the wrong way. Maybe it happened, but this week you can do better. This week you can make a difference. This week you can choose to walk away from that situation. This week you can choose not to blow up. I had a situation last week where I was like, you know what? I was proud of myself today because I did not lose my, my stuff. I didn't lose it on this situation. I didn't blow up. I was so patient. I'm so proud of myself. Hey, that's real talk. (laughs) That's real talk. Identify your progress. Identify where you're growing. Identify where you have put in the work and you're choosing to make conscious changes about yourself. These are steps along the way that are going to help you to get to your triumphs to get to your wins. And some things aren't about a win or an overall triumph. Some things are just about I'm growing. I'm choosing to reshape who I am because this is who I want to be. This is how I want to be out in the world. This is how I want to be in my family. This is how I want to be on my job. Maybe you're all, like I said, maybe you're always late. Maybe you don't want to be always late. Maybe you're tired of hearing people talk about how you're always late. This is your chance to consciously make an effort to be a little bit more prepared so you can get out the door and get on the road and give yourself time when you're on the road to get to where you're trying to get to. And I'm going to say this as well. Don't get upset 
If you have chosen to change something about yourself that you see as a negative and people don't see it right away, don't get upset because people get accustomed to perceiving you one way and it takes a while. I mean, it takes a while for people to start to see your growth and development and change in that area. I was having a conversation just last night with my daughter and I was, we were laughing and reminiscing about when they were kids and how entertaining they were. But um, I was telling her how when she was in school, she had told me about one day where she was turned around in her chair and she said she wasn't talking to the person behind her, but she was turned around in her chair and she was upset because her teacher accused her of talking during class. So I told her at that moment, well, just turn yourself around because in that moment, your teacher is used to you behaving a certain way. So she's used to that. So even if she didn't hear your voice, she assumed you were doing something because that's what you were doing in the past. So you have to go out of your way to make sure you're not even giving people room to perceive you the way that they've perceived you in the past. If that's something you want to change about yourself, if you are usually a person who's very negative. Go out of your way to not be negative. I'm not telling you to fake it like you miss, po- you know, miss positive all the time or Mr. Positive all the time. But I am saying if you if you hear in your head something about to come out that's going to be negative, choose to say nothing. Choose to say nothing if you can't put it on a positive. And that's that's you consciously making that effort and not because you want other people to perceive you this way, particularly, but the more you do that, it'll start to become, instead of it becoming a usual thing for you being the negative person in the room, the more you do that, it'll start to become unusual when you are negative. Wow, that's, that's not like her. That's not like him. He's not usually like that. I wonder what's going on. Like, so when you, when you flip the script, and you choose to change something about yourself, you got to be consistent with it. Consistency. Consistent. If you're a person who normally, you know, says, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and you fall through, you don't, you don't come through on a consistent basis, you telling someone, well, I'm changing that about myself, or did I did not show up on this day or that day, is not going to convince them that that's going to be a permanent change. And so if you really want that change to really be effective, don't talk about it. Just do it. Just do it. Be consistent in it. So when you become consistent in it, then it becomes an unusual thing for you to be inconsistent. It becomes an unusual thing for you to not follow through. So all of this, I'm just trying to tell you, like, this is all a part of your growth. And this is all a part of You being honest with you about who you really are, owning it, own your stuff. And I just want to leave you with a positive note about this. So when we think about who we are as a whole, as a whole, everything that's within us, everything that we have been blessed with, all the gifts all the the wisdom we've picked up along the way, the knowledge, the experiences, 
These are all things that have been poured into us over the years and how we how we receive it and how we respond to it is what we're putting out in the world. And I read this quote from a, a business consultant and a web designer. Her name is Rose Burke. So I read this quote and it said, none of us want to leave this earth full. We want to leave this earth empty. And what that really what I perceive that to mean is we need to leave it all on the table. We need to give each day as best we can in that day. We need to give give it all. Don't hold back on the gifts and the blessings that you have. Don't hold back on these beautiful things about yourself. Put it all out there. Because that is what the world needs. And listen, you know, I'm always going to talk about God. So it just brings to mind this parable about the, the king and the talents that he gave um, to each pe- uh, to the multiple people. He gave them talents. And those are the gifts. Those are the gifts that we're given. Literally, those are the gifts that we're given from God. Our experiences the knowledge we gain from that, those are the gifts that we are given. And when God gives us gifts, he doesn't want them back the same. He didn't give them to us. So at the end of it all, we can come back to him and say, here you go, Lord. Thank you so much for giving me this gift that I just carried around inside me and protected. And just, I don't want anything to happen to it. That's not what he's looking for. God gives you gifts to share. He gives you gifts so that you can use them. He didn't give you, you know, (laughs) he didn't give you these gifts so you can just give them right back to him the same way. They were meant to be shared and used. He doesn't want them back the same and you can't give it back the same. If you're, if you're not, if you're using, if you're using it, you can't give it back the same if you're using it because When you use your gift, it grows, it expands, it touches other people's lives. And I'm all about what are you pouring into this world? I'm all about that. And so I I just want to leave you with that. Just kind of remember, like, you are the gift. You are the gift. What's inside of you, all of that is the gift. What's on the outside of you is the gift. Because no matter what you look like, No matter what size you are, no matter how big, how small, how tall, how short, no matter what you are, you are the gift. Everything about you is going to resonate in someone else's life and how you, what you put out there in this world can be magnified in such a blessed, blessed way can be magnified, but you got to own you first. You got to, you got to understand who you are so that when you have naysayers or people who are broken on the inside. And I say broken because I feel like you have to be a little bit broken if you are always out there trying to put other people down. If you are always out there trying to make a situation worse rather than better. Something in you is broken if you go out of your way to be negative or nasty to people. And and in this this day and age and with social media and all that, people love to get on social media 
and be negative to someone who a lot of times they don't even know personally. Just got to have something negative to say. There's some, I feel like there's something broken in those people. And if you are owning every part of you, it makes it a little bit more difficult for somebody else to try to tear you down in that. It, it makes it more difficult. So you understand that there's, there's going to be multiple facets of yourself. Understand that you are going to continually be changing and growing and evolving in this world, in this life. Understand that there are going to be several times where you have to take a step back and look at yourself. We're going to grow and change and evolve as we get older. If you're blessed enough to get older, you're going to grow and change and evolve and things are going to impact you. And you're going to have to do some self-evaluation multiple times in your life if you are willing to do that for yourself. Willing to do that for yourself. It's not for other people. We don't change because other people want us to. Nope, we don't. Other people might be a motivating catalyst in it, but it's not, it's not the whole picture. No one changes anything about themselves just because somebody else wants you to. We have to actually want to change it in order for it to really be effective and really happen for us, which means we have to identify on our own within ourselves that that's something you want to change. Own it, own your blessings, own your triumphs, own your mistakes, own your wins, own your progress, own it. And I'm going to leave you with that today. And I know you can. I know you can. We all can. It takes some work. It takes some effort, but you can do it. Thank you for joining us on Teach One today. And I believe in you. And I know that you can have all that you want for yourself and your family. You can have it. Don't ever stop working for it. Working towards it. Be blessed and enjoy your family.